Hey, everybody. How's everyone doing? It is your girl, the Prodigal PK, and I am coming back to you guys live and in person. Okay, so we met two weeks ago, and two weeks ago, we talked about return, right? We talked about my return story, how I came back, was it possible, and all the things. So today, we're going to go ahead and do a two-for-one. Yep, it's going to be a combo, a one-two combo. We're going to talk about the two last things in the tagline, which is reconciled and restored. Okay. We're going to combine them, put them together because while they are not the same, they are very similar. So I'd like to take some time to talk to you guys about it. But before we get into it, let's talk about a couple of business things. All right. So if this has blessed you in any way, in any way at all, I'd like to hear from you. Please comment, like, subscribe, share, do all the things that we talk about every episode that y'all know to do. If it's helped you in any way, if you think it can help somebody else, if you just think it would be a blessing, please like, comment, and subscribe, and share, you guys. I would really, really appreciate it. Also, thank you to all of you guys that have been already doing those things. I really appreciate it. When I hear from you guys, it brings my heart so much joy just to know that the things that God is giving me to share with you are appreciated and that you guys really are resonating with those things. The last thing I'd like to say here is let me know what y'all want to talk to me about. What do you want to hear about from me? Because guess what? In two weeks from today, which is August the 2nd, I'm coming with the real deal. We're going to get into it. Okay, honey, we're getting into all of it. This has just been so you guys can get to know me so I can kind of get to know you guys so you can get a little bit of a taste of the prodigal PK. Now that that will have happened after this episode, y'all, we're about to get into it. Okay. So on that note, let's get started with reconciled and restore. Now y'all know, I don't do all of that um, studying as far as writing things down, but I do have some key things that I want to share with you guys today about reconciliation and restoration. And I really want to do that because they sound so much alike um, and they are very, very similar, but not the same. So I'm going to give you some key factors about both. Okay. So the first thing is uh, forgiveness is a must when we're talking about reconciliation. So forgiveness must happen or it must take place in order for reconciliation to happen. Okay. Reconciliation is the process of making consistent or compatible with. Okay. The process of making consistent or compatible with. Okay. Reconciliation is about the restoration of a relationship. So they go together. However, they are not the same. Okay. Reconciliation brings us from hostility to harmony with God and also to others. Okay. So think about your relationships outside of Christ, your personal relationships. Reconciliation brings us from hostility to harmony with those relationships. Okay. I also wrote down that it is an action word, reconciliation. It takes effort. It requires stepping towards the relationship. So whatever relationship you are hoping to restore or you're hoping to reconcile, this um, reconciliation is actually stepping towards that relationship, making a move towards that. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Um, And last but not least about reconciliation, it is the walking out of repentance. Okay. So a little bit earlier, we talked about forgiveness, right? And if we're going to talk about forgiveness, we got to talk about what happens before we have to ask for forgiveness, right? It's the repentance, repenting, knowing Lord, 
I am wrong. Um, what I've done is wrong. I have sinned and it has separated me from you. And because of the separation, I desire to, to ask for forgiveness from you and then also make the relationship right. Restore the relationship, right? So we ask for repentance and it is the heart posture, right? That the Lord is really looking at. So in that repentance, we're not just talking out of our mouths. We're not coming prideful and arrogant and with a sense of entitlement. Like, oh God, you got to do this for me. You've been begging for me to come back. Now I'm here. What you going? Not that. Lord, forgive me with your heart. Forgive me, not just with your mouth, but with your heart. Lord, I've sinned against you. The things that I have done has separated me from you. Our relationship has been severed or broken because of my sin. I recognize that and I want us to be restored back to the way that things were. Right. But first, I would like to be reconciled back to you. Okay. so now let's talk about restoration. I wrote down, restoration is the act of returning something back to its former condition, right? Also, making something new again, okay? Restoring can also make things better than they were. If anybody knows about restoring um, leather or restoring clothing, restoring shoes or anything like that, oftentimes when you take it to the cobbler to restore your shoes, when you get them back, they look better than they did before. So restoration can also look like better, okay? So that's good. So with all of that being said, um, the other thing I want to talk about with that is how forgiveness, um, um, it, it's really so you can make peace with your past, right? And then what that does is it lays the groundwork for the reconciliation and for the future, okay? So once you make forgiveness and make peace with your past through the forgiveness that you've come to, um, then from there... You can move forward with the with the groundwork, which is the reconciliation. And if you'd like restoration, because here's the other thing. Reconciliation can absolutely happen without restoration. However, there can be no restoration without reconciliation first. So what I mean by that is simply this. My pastor says this. He says, love is a grace gift. Right. But access is earned. So we are called to forgive you guys as believers. Um. Forgiveness is a choice, but it is not optional. Mm. Y'all, that spoke to me in this moment, right? Forgiveness is a choice, but it is not optional. Okay, as believers, we are called to forgive. We must forgive. And in that forgiveness, a reconciliation can begin to take place. But that does not necessarily mean that you have to restore the relationship to where it was or that that access automatically comes. That may come with time or that may never come again. Okay, but we are called to forgive and then reconciliation. That's what comes as well. Um, I think one other thing I wrote about this is sin separates us from God. Right. And the cross is the bridge that brings us back to that connection with the father. So we separate ourselves through sin, just out here wilding out doing what we want to do. Right. But the cross or um, that reconciliation, the cross is, is what bridges that gap and brings that connection and makes it possible. Okay, so um, right here, I think, is where I want to talk about how um, forgiveness has to take place and how um, this restoration and reconciliation can go down. Right. Especially with the Lord. So the one thing I say to many people about God that I love is one of my favorite things about him is that he's just not us. God is just not human. He does not do the things that we do. Right. The Bible says his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. And so I think we do um, him an incredible disservice by trying to put on um, in our minds what we think he's going to think or how we think he's going to react. When we come to the Lord with a contrite heart, with a with a repentant heart, really, really seeking that forgiveness, he's quick to forgive. 
Not us, right? We don't do that. Mm, it takes us time. We want to withhold. Why do we do that? Why as believers do we withhold or hold on to that grace that God gives to us quickly and freely? That forgiveness that God requires us to give. Why do we hold on to it so tightly when we're hurt? We hurt the Lord on a regular basis. I'm talking about all the time. We grieve the spirit. We're just not perfect, right? We're human. So we hurt the Lord all the time. We want that forgiveness to come from him quickly. Lord, forgive me swiftly. We want to be restored back. But when somebody hurts you, right? When somebody hurts me, why is it so hard to release the same grace we want God to give to us? Release that same forgiveness, the same way we want God to forgive us. And quickly, why is it so hard, y'all? Some, somebody can answer that in the comments if you dare. Let's talk about it. Um, like I said, we're going to get into forgiveness later, but um, I did just want to talk about that, about the Lord. He's he's just not the same as we are. And so when we ask him to forgive us, he forgives us freely and quickly, right? And he is wanting to restore and mend the relationship regularly. But I think when we do that, um, when we say, oh, he's not going to forgive us. Oh, he's not. It keeps us away from him and it keeps us away from him longer than it really should. And you guys... I think the longer we stay away, the longer we stay and wallow in our sin, the harder it is to come. The harder it is to come and the more um, damage we do, I think, to our relationship. Not that it can't be severed. I mean, I'm sorry, not that it can't be restored because it can. But I think the longer we stay out and stay away, the, the harder and the longer it takes for us to come back. Okay, um, this is also where I want to pause and talk about something really quickly, too, that I've just learned by um, just revelation and experience. Okay, um, forgiveness is not the same as consequences. Okay, and I say that for this reason we can be fully forgiven by the Lord and still sit and smack in the middle of our chaos, you guys, because of consequences of sin. So we, God can forgive us, does forgive us, is faithful and just to forgive us all in righteousness. That's what the Bible says. And he does. But we could still be suffering the consequences of our actions. Because hear me when I say this, the Bible says this. It says, do not be deceived. God will not be mocked. Okay, will not be mocked. Um, you will reap what you sow. In Romans, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. So there will be and are consequences to our um, our sin. There just is or has to be. God exalts that word over his own name, you guys. And so if it says it, he is not a guy that he should lie. There are consequences to our actions. Now, some things can be forgiven. You may never see the ramification of those things. God can do anything. But there are some things, there are many things that we may have to pay for in this lifetime because of what we've done. That does not mean that God doesn't forgive us. And it doesn't mean he doesn't forgive me. doesn't mean he doesn't forgive you. And I say that because sometimes we walk around thinking that we're not forgiven because we're going through some things or that God is angry with us or he's mad at us. He has not forgiven us for this thing or for that thing. And we've asked forgiveness and I'm still going through this. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. So not that he hasn't forgiven you, but that we will pay for our actions. We have to suffer the consequences of our sin. And so may we in our maturity, right? May we not blame God for that. May we understand that God is a loving father. Yes, but he's also just. Okay. He also um, said in his word that, 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 I mean, the wages of sin is death, guys. We're not dead. I'm not dead. You're not dead. Glory be to God. 
So because of that, I mean, goodness gracious, he's given us another chance. He's given us grace, mercy, forgiveness, all of the things. But we still are going to have to atone and make right some of the things that we've done in this life. Also, through that, you know, we can just praise God because we get to go through those things with him. Now, I'd rather go through my stuff and rather deal with my mess with him than without him. I don't know about you guys. I've tried it and I found out. No, no, I'm going to I'm going to go through those things with the Lord. So in our maturity, may we run to him, ask for that forgiveness, understand that there may definitely be consequences and go through those consequences with the Lord. OK. All right. So that's what I wanted to say about that. Um, I think the other thing I want to mention, too, is how God gives us choices. He always gives us these choices. Always. OK. Um, and we can make whatever decision we want to make. Right. So um. We can always choose the action, but we can never choose the consequences. Mm. We, you and I, adults, right? We grown, do what we want. YOLO, we only live once. We're going to do this. We're going to do that because I can, right? We can always choose the action, but we can never choose the consequences of those actions, And so may we think a little bit longer and a little bit harder about those consequences when we get ready to do some things. May we think about the God that we serve and how sin and the things that we may be getting ready to do will separate us from the love of Christ. All right. Not not his love, but separate us in relationship. Right. Not as a nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. Okay, And God, I believe, loves us all immensely beyond immensely. He loves us with a love that knows no boundaries. You guys, he loves us. He wants us to come to him. However, when we sin and we grieve the Holy Spirit, we are driving a wedge between the relationship. We are separating ourselves from Christ and it grieves him. And the only way that we can make ourselves back, make ourselves reconciled and restored unto him is through forgiveness and repentance. Okay. And so I think that's really, really um, just important that we understand that as well. Um, I really don't have too much more to say um, with regard to restoration and uh, reconciliation, except for I want you guys to just remember that you can have reconciliation without having restoration for your um relationships that you guys have um in any kind any capacity um love is a grace gift but access is earned right so you are not required to give that same access to someone that's hurt you but you are required to forgive again the thing that i was saying earlier as believers forgiveness is a choice but it is not optional okay it's not optional and so on that note um As far as my journey goes, when I made the decision to return, when the Lord drew me back in and I started going to church and getting myself together, that reconciliation and restoration were big for me. I didn't want one without the other. I wanted to come back into the fold. I wanted to come back into daughtership. And let me explain that too. God never said that I was not a daughter of his. He never said he did not love me and that he did not find me to be worthy or none of those things. But because, again, I'm human in my mind and maybe in some of your minds, we think that we have to work for this love and we have to um, be perfect for this love. And I got to do this. And if I come to church every day, every Sunday of the month, then I'll be reconciled back and then he'll restore me. No, the truth of the matter is when you've asked forgiveness with a pure heart, right? And you are turning from your sin or you have turned from your sin he is faithful to forgive so you're forgiven and that reconciliation can begin to happen and as that reconciliation begins to happen your place in the kingdom is restored 
right? It's restored. Every time we ask for forgiveness and we're walking out that repentance through reconciliation, right? And we are looking to try to better ourselves and get closer to the Father, our, we are restored, okay? So you are restored as long as you are continuing to walk out that repentance and live that life of repentance, that life of a daughter or a son in Christ, a life that says, Lord, forgive me. I really want you to be with me. Walk with me, God. I do not want to sin. And if I do sin, forgive me because I'm just not perfect, Lord. Keep me in right relationship with you. And he is faithful and just to do just that, okay? On that note, you guys, I'm finished. That's it. That wraps up um, all about the prodigal PK, right? The rejected, the returned, the reconciled, and then finally restored. Um, Again, my name is Alexis and I'm the prodigal PK. Keep yourselves locked in, okay? Locked in. Once we're locked in, ain't no switching up. I I don't really know. I think that's what I heard. Um, Something like that. But we're going to lock in, right? And we are going to stay connected. Um, Again, let me know what you need from me. Let me know what you want to hear about from me. I have some bangers coming, y'all. It's about to be some hitters. Y'all about to feel it a little bit. Y'all, you're going to get to know me for real, for real. You guys should already have a little bit of a taste of how I am. But you're really about to get some of the things that God has laid on my heart, Lord. Help them and help me. It's about to get real, real, real raw, right? And real um, down to earth, okay? Real down to earth, um, but very, very transparent, right? Because for me, my ministry is transparency. That's it. it in a world of, of fake things and things that aren't always um, real and right. And when we have people that are professing to be this thing and they're not talking about their struggles and their walk, they're not talking about how this walk looks and how to actually walk it out. No one's talking about a lot of times that middle process. What do we do in the middle while we're waiting to get to what God has shown us to be our promise, right? And from the time that he called us, what are we doing in the middle? What does that look like? And my goodness, how can we fix it? Or how can we be the best that we can possibly be? Mm, Here's a good one. How can we wait well? for whatever it is we're waiting on. You guys, I'm ready. And I hope you guys are ready too. Stay tuned, stay with me. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at the prod, no, at prodigal PK. That's prodigal PK. My email address is the prodigal PK at gmail.com. That's the prodigal PK at gmail.com. I am now on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. I'm also on Spotify. I'm also on YouTube. I'm all over the place, you guys, now. So there's no reason why you can't listen to me if you so choose. Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining me again. We'll see you in the next two weeks, which will be August 2nd at 9 a.m. Stay tuned. Stay locked. Be safe. Love you guys. Bye.